Hello, besties! Welcome to Martini with Eddie, your ultimate destination for everything Bravo. Join me as we spill the tea, dissect the drama, and uncork the juiciest gossip from your favorite reality TV shows. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to, um, you know, to be here today because I had so many good news in a personal level that I want to share with you guys. Uh, I started my new job that I'm so happy with. Um, I also, I told you guys that I moved down to Jersey and we put our house in the market. Guess what? We pulled a Heather Dubrow moment and sold the house for way price asked. The asking price was high and I, we still got to sell it way more than we expected. So thank you, real estate gods, because... Um, now it's time to start looking for a new home down here in Jersey. Uh, it might take like a year to do that because we want to make sure that we don't rush into anything. Like, um, yeah, we're going to take our time. But I'm excited to share that with you guys. I don't know. I think it's always good to uh, start the day with positive energy. I usually tape my life at night, but... Um, based on the job that I have right now, I told you guys in the previous episode, it might change. You know, sometimes I would record in the morning, sometimes I will do it at night. But Martinez with Eddie is here to stay and he's going anywhere. Another BravoCon is coming. You guys know that a lot of tea is going to be spilled. By the way, I'm going to start with that. Um, we're going to be talking about Salt Lake City. And I read last night that the Salt Lake City ladies are not going to have a panel at BravoCon this year because their reunion is scheduled to film that week after BravoCon or like right after BravoCon. So Bravo doesn't want any tea to be spilled at BravoCon. Uh, they want to keep all the sauce and the juice for the reunion. So I'm hoping that this reunion is the explosive because last year's panel for Salt Lake City was so good that you felt like a reunion. Um, so maybe that's why Brow decided to say, you know what, let's save all this energy for it. And maybe, just maybe, um, we get more, we get more and more juice from BravoCon because a lot of the issues that we see on the show right now are issues that came from BravoCon. So, I'm kind of sad that they're not going to have it, but I'm also excited to see what comes out out of BravoCon and the ladies of Salt Lake City. Uh, let's start with that episode because this episode was so freaking good. And it reminded me why Mary was asked back to be uh, part of the show because God knows that she has the quality for a big reality TV star. I'm just so sad that she doesn't enjoy being a you know reality star you can tell that that's not what she aspired to be or anything that she wants to be involved with because if she was she will definitely be a full-time housewife because that is amazing her 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 reads her um commentary in the in in the confessionals are so good and the fact that she doesn't want to be engaging with some ladies during the trips are freaking hysterical like for example on this episode they are at the Trixie hotel 
First of all, she did not know who Trixie was. She was like, is this like a person? Is like this hotel name after somebody? Where is Trixie? And then obviously we are introduced to Trixie Mattel, who is a major uh, drag star, you know, um, many businesses. She's been involved with many Bravo Labs too. Like she's a really good friend with um, with uh, Whitney on Salt Lake City. She's also a really good friend with LBP. You know, so Trixie is a major star on her own uh, right. But I'm so happy that we get to see her on the show um, because it also brings kind of light to the drag community and their achievement. You know, Um, that motel looks so cute that I want to, you know, go. It only has like seven rooms. It's very private. So maybe I can convince some of my Bravo content creators to go on a trip to Trixie Motel. We should do that and bring all the tea from that hotel too. Uh, but one person who was in, was not invited to the trip and still made it to the trip was NGK. And definitely the whole you know mood of the trip changed as soon as she came out with Whitney and the ladies realized that she was there monica's face though and she grabbed heather's arm she was gagged by the second that she saw ngk and meredith she was not having it she didn't even say hello to her after like a while and once again uh mary was giving us moments like when she asked ngk like like, please don't hug me or anything. Like, who are you? And she said in the confession, like, who is Angie? Like, <laughs> I mean, you guys, I mean, those are the moments that I love about franchises like Salt Lake City. Mary is honestly given. Um, there was a moment when NGK asked Mary to join them by the pool. And, you know, and NGK was just being super casual, like, hey, Mary, uh, get your food and come sit with us. We're, we're over here. Let's hang out. And, and Mary's and Mary's like, um, girl, don't talk to me like that. I'm not coming over there. I don't like how you're talking to me. And I'm like, Mary, she's just being friendly. She's not like giving orders. It's just like how like, you know, friends talk. But I can see how Mary feels like I don't know you that well for you to be talking to me like that. So honestly, I love Mary. I, and I like NGK. NGK, I have noticed that it's not being very popular with like the fans right now, uh, especially online. I don't see like a an excellent reception of her on uh like from fans and a lot of people are saying that she's thirsty to be on camera and i'm gonna tell you one thing um she wanted to be a full-time snowflake holder and you can tell that some people on that show didn't want her to be um you have meredith icing her out of this uh trip you see heather icing her out from her event um and they're pulling out some excuses that don't make much sense for them to like really feel so strongly about her. Uh, I do feel like they wanted her to be a friend of because they knew that she was going to film with them, right? Um, and a lot of these ladies don't know who is going to be the friend, who's going to be the full-time, you know, after like months and months of filming. And sometimes even after filming, right? Um so the best way to cut somebody out from from a full time position is by limiting limiting 
they're present on camera. So that's why I feel like that's what Meredith and uh, Heather were trying to do. Um, but NGK found her way to, to, to the show. She found her way to uh, sneak into every single troop so far. Um, and Whitney is helping her to, uh, to be there. Uh, one of the funniest moments, though, was when they were playing, like, dress up at this, like, store. Everybody looked so messy. Everybody looked like early 2000 uh, girl band where everyone has a different style. It's like they, they look like the Spice Girl on a budget. They look like the, the dollar store Spice Girls, right? Like everybody had a different style, but extremely horrible. Um, poor Lisa got stuck with like uh, those like coin thingies, the, the one the, the belly dancers wear. Uh, and some kind of like mesh top. I like Meredith was really trying to make her look like a hot mess purposely. Uh, she definitely was trying to get back to her in some kind of funny, jokely way. Um, I do like that it seems like they are starting to interact more and more. It's not like last season where uh, they barely had any good interaction so far. It seems like they're trying to build their friendship. Obviously, it's going to take more than just a trip to the Trixie Motel. Uh, but Meredith definitely has a heavy, heavy uh, opinion about NGK. Uh First off, she called her outfit Greek tragedy. She didn't look that bad, to be honest. NGK was looking good with her little gold uh, um, dress. She said that she was giving Greek goddess. And um, yeah, it's so funny that she picked her own outfit. Because the whole point of this trip was like a bond with people that you are not having like a good friendship. So Meredith they, like pair people together. But NGK was not included, so uh, she had to do the, the the whole shopping trip by herself and pick her own outfit. Uh, Mary even said that Meredith was definitely not liking Lisa for whatever she picked for her. They went to a restaurant later on the day, and uh, it seems like everything started fine. They were sharing, like, naughty moments. And... Um, Lisa shared that she just got her second piercing. <laughs> Honestly, you guys, that's why I love Lisa. She comes out with the most random shit that is it produced, is it calculated, uh, or is she really that like unaware of how funny she is? Anything, like any of those options work because it's working for me. To be honest, it's truly working for me. Uh, I love Lisa Barlow. That's not a secret. I'm a big fan. But on this season in particular, I'm liking every single girl girl except Heather Gay. I'm sorry, Heather. I had tried to like you. You don't follow me in, 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 on Twitter, on Instagram, because I made a comment about the, the, uh, the choir from last season. And that's fine. I mean, you don't have to follow me. But um, it's the truth. She's been trying to repair her image since last season, and um, I, I, I'm still not sold on Heather Gay. I'm liking everybody, even Monica, who who is obviously having major problem with Lisa talking about her sixty thousand dollar ring. And um, am I tired about the ring? 
Yeah, a little bit. But do I believe that Lisa was right when she said that when you can afford to buy a 58,000 ring, you care about it too? I mean, that is such a housewife behavior because that's what we watch the show for. Um, this type of like comment that if you said that in real life, if you, if you said that to anyone outside a reality TV show about women who are wealthy uh, and we watch and we enjoy it, um, I'm pretty sure if somebody said that to you um, in your face, it would be so like, oh, this person is so snobby. Oh, this person is so like considered. Oh, this person is like, you know, I think it's better than everybody because he has money. Um, but honestly, you guys, for housewife purposes, to me, that was amazing. Uh, Lisa knows how to produce a great confessional. And that is one of those examples. Uh, we want housewives that know that too, you know, that know how to look natural, saying shit that people in real life might not say. And maybe we as viewers kind of like take those moments and use them on our daily basis. Because how many times we had, you know, repeated a, like a housewife confessional line, right? Uh, but NGK was not backing down with the whole not being invited at the trip. Meredith kept saying that she needed to leave. And I mean, and she snapped. She said like, your jewelry that's on a fucking cobweb, uh, webs, and dust on it, you rent your fucking life. Everything about you is fake. That was so good. And Meredith had a major meltdown. Uh, she, she walked away from the table. Uh, she started crying and then she came back and she started talking about people dying or, or hunger. I was like, what is this? What am I watching? Is she like trying for a pageant? Is she trying for a pageant where she's going to say like, and, 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 and world peace? Like, I was so confused, so confused what she was trying to say, especially by the way that she was like saying war sometimes. Like, I, I know I have an accent. I know that sometimes I speak too fast. I know that I speak with my, my hands too much sometimes. Um, but I don't know what accent was Meredith talking that night because the way that she said husband... And there was another word that she kind of like elongated the, the vowels in a very weird way. <laughs> also, I'm going to say that that van trip, whatever, back to the hotel got really weird. Uh, I'm so happy that there are dynamics changing. Meredith has an issue with Whitney too, because Whitney kind of kept saying that Meredith always makes an excuse to like kind of like avoid accountability. Uh, yeah. And like I said before, I like all these ladies except Heather Gay. Let's make that clear. Because all of them are clocked in. Everybody is there for their paycheck. Everybody's working. Even Mary that doesn't like to interact with the with the ladies in like a public setting is being present most of the time. Um uh, by giving us great confessional moments. Hi, Erin. I just want to say hello. Thank you for joining today. And um, I know it's early. It's early than usual. <laughs> but, you know, gotta, gotta do the work. Gotta do the work. 
Yeah, that was Salt Lake City. I want to ask you guys, if you are watching Salt Lake City right now, which side of this big argument between Meredith and NGK are you? Which side are you on? Like, who are you rooting for? Because this is a major plot line this season. Whew. And talking about major plot lines on a franchise, let's talk about Orange County because it seems like all the ladies have an issue with Heather Dubrow for no fucking reason. None. There, there is no reasoning. Uh, there is no reasoning for this, like, gang up on Heather Dubrow. And... I can see how Tamra is the one that is, you know, pulling the strings and uh, kind of like playing with everybody's feeling because um, we finally got to the point where we know for a fact that Heather was not saying that Shannon was the one who was talking bad about the ladies at BravoCon. We got to the point where she said was Tamra. And Tamra tried to deflect that towards Heather again. And what really pisses me off is like it seems like no matter what Heather says, she's always going to be the one to blame. Right? And Tamra is not acting any nice this season. I mean, and she keeps saying, Oh, I like to be honest. I like to be like, like, I don't want to sugarcoat shit. But guess what? You can be honest and you can be truthful and you can be, and you don't, and you don't need to sugarcoat shit. But, but you're being mean. It's not the same. You don't have to be mean and have an evil behavior to be a honest person. The way that she has gone over the whole thing with, uh, with, um, uh, Jen and Ryan. I don't know, guys. I, I still believe that she has gone too far. And she is allowing other people to speak for her. Like Vicky. Vicky keeps saying, oh, you destroy your own family. Uh, you left your husband. You should have fought for your marriage. And all this stuff. And the person who's feeding her all these storylines is, is Vicky. I mean, is um, Tamara. She's the one who's telling Vicky uh, what to say. You know, obviously she's not probably saying like, hey, Vicky, say this. You know, like she's telling her a story because she wants her to bring that on the show. And, she, you know, it, it's it's giving production, it's giving Lisa uh, Rena, I said it before, and it's looking so bad for Tamara this season. Uh, she looks like, you know what? She's also giving Marlo, Marlo from Atlanta, because... The problem with some housewives is that when they are given their um, peach or orange or diamond, uh, especially after wanting it back or wanting it so badly, is that when they get it, they become too aware that they need to produce something to stay on the show. And for the viewers, it becomes obvious if you don't know how to do that, if you are too messy to produce. Some people are great at it. Some people are great at producing moments and still making them look organic, right? Uh, for the purpose of the show. <sighs> I do not get this obsession with Jen's relationship. Do I think Ryan is like this great guy? No, I, I that's debatable. I question every single man on the planet Earth, including myself. Every man that is walking on Earth, I question them, right? 
do I think that is Tanra's position to judge? You know, Tanra judge is not judge Tanra. So, uh, no, I don't think that's her place to do that. Do I think Tanra is acting in like trying to be a good friend? Absolutely not. Because if she was a good friend, she would have dropped this 20 episodes ago. <laughs> right? Uh, but she keeps digging her heels on this topic over and over and over again. Right? I just really hope that uh, at the reunion, Jen gets the energy and the and that like sass that she can read Tanra for filth. To be honest, that's what I want to see. Is it going to happen? I doubt it. I don't think Jen likes confrontations too much. Like she likes to confront people, but not like being confrontational, which is two different things. You can tell somebody like, hey, stop talking to me like that. But then there's other people who are going to say like, you're going to stop talking to me like that or we're going to have problems, right? Like you put your foot down and that's what I'm not seeing on Jen, she hasn't gotten to the point where she put her foot down really strong that the other ladies stopped talking about her. And that's why they have continued doing it, right? <sighs> I, I, I do believe that uh, Vicky has been quite interested this season. I'm sorry for the barking. My dogs are having an issue, I guess. <laughs> but... Um, Vicky's having a good season as a friend of. I have I have been listening to some talk in the Bravo streets that she might get her orange back and even maybe have Shannon be demoted to a friend because of her current situation with the alcohol drinking and the DUI and all the stuff. And Bravo might want her to step down so she can focus on her uh, recovery which I think is a great idea. I honestly believe that when you have a problem that gets you in a position of danger, you should step back and take your time to, you know, to put yourself back together. And I think, I mean, Shannon definitely needs it. We had seen it for many seasons. We had seen it this season. Uh, she's been drinking too much on camera. Uh, and now we have a very scary situation where she... Could have easily killed herself, her dog, or some, or 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 another person walking the streets. Right? She even destroyed somebody else's property in, in the process. Yeah, I, I just want her to like to be good. I'm, I'm not gonna judge Shannon for what she did because judging somebody for their vices is not the way to help them. Right? There's no point to to pass judgment, but we definitely have to keep them accountable. So. The best thing that Shannon can do is realize she has a problem and find a right person to help her find uh, some help. And, you know, yeah, that's what I that's what I think. Uh, when it comes to uh, that last scene when uh, Heather stormed out of the restaurant, I honestly believe that she should go to Beverly Hills because no matter what she said, no matter how she words her uh her thoughts no matter how she no matter how she does it that's going to be always uh questioned by everybody you know uh then we also have uh the fact that she is wealthy right she has the money um uh, that the other ladies don't have and for that reason she's always going to be judged she's always going to be uh the scapegoat 
Uh, it doesn't matter how she behaves. She's always going to be that person that is going to be looked down because she has too much on the show by the other ladies. I love me a really wealthy housewife. Give me the housewife with the million-dollar homes. Give me the housewife who fly uh, on private jet. Give me the housewife that they shop uh, every day uh, expensive items. But also give me the housewife that is also a great mother and a great uh, wife. So Heather Dubrow has all the ingredients for a true iconic housewife. And I feel like she will thrive on Beverly Hills more because the ladies in Beverly Hills have the same uh, access to money, have the same access to fashion, have the same access to, uh, you know, to that lifestyle that the OC might not have. And she's always going to be Helen Dubrow, the person who, who thinks that is better than everybody else because she has money, right? Uh, which brings me to the question, are you team Tenra or are you, are you team Helen Dubrow on all this mess? Because this has been the biggest fight of the whole season. I do believe that Heather is the, is, the, is the winner on this. I think Heather came out on top. I think Heather became surprisingly a fan favorite. I've always been a fan of Heather. I gotta be honest. I love Heather Dubrow. I want her to be my mother. I want her to be my best friend. I want her to give me a monogram gift. You know, I don't care if he, say, if he says like Heather Dubrow on it. I don't care. I want to be friend with Heather Dubrow. Uh, I love her. I think she's an amazing housewife. And But I'm surprised to see that many people out there who were not a fan of her has comment on my post, right? Uh, saying I was never a Heather Dubrow fan, but she stood her ground this season. She has confronted every single one of the girls and she has done it in such a way that makes her the winner. So that's that. I think I pick uh, Heather. I want to know who you pick on this Tamra versus Heather Dubrow fight. Let's talk about uh, uh, Southern Charm real quick because... Boy, this season has been uh, a roller coaster and it's only been two episodes. I, I I don't know, you guys. The guys are getting too much screen time for my liking. Last night episode was pretty much a Austin, Craig, Sheb, and JT, which is a new member, and like Rod, uh, Rodrigo. It's the show, the guys show. We only saw the ladies very briefly. Uh, it's the beginning of what is going to be the Taylor versus Olivia, you know, saga. And I'm kind of sad to see that because I love them both. I think their friendship is uh, part of the charm of the show. So we are entering in a new scandal era in Charleston. Uh, Taylor was talking to a friend saying that that was the first time we seeing Sheb after the whole, you know, Madison debacle. That was such a hard scene to watch when she was fighting with Craig. And I'm happy that she mentioned that to Leva when she went to her um, uh, restaurant, I mean, Republic, to kind of pitch her um, drink, uh, Dave Chaser. By the way, she sent me a PR box. I posted it on my Instagram. I'm going to post it on Twitter too. Uh, delicious. I love the cucumber vodka. It's so good. I drank it last night while watching the show. 
And it's like being at a spa. It's refreshing. It was the perfect drink for like a night to relax. So kudos to Taylor. I mean, the pitch might have been a little all over the place. Not so great, to be honest. I had done pitch and I seen people doing pitch for like a job or like uh, an idea in a position. And last night was very underwhelming. (laughs) She needed to practice a little more, but the product is definitely good. I'd recommend that if you are in Charleston or like check her, check where she has her day chaser, chaser drinks available so you can give it a try. Uh, and thank you, Taylor, for sending me a, a PR box because that was delicious. I loved it. Uh, but yeah, I love Leva and the way that she supports Taylor in this process, uh, the way that She said, like, hey, the pitch is not great, but she's my friend. I'm going to support her. I'm going to give her advices. I'm going to, you know, help her by having her product here at my my, uh, restaurants and at Republic. I meet Leva more on my TV, Bravo. I don't know why we keep having just like this short scene with Leva because to me, she's way more interesting than like Austin Craig and Shep. I mean, we have had these guys for season after season. And at this point, it's becoming like repetitive where you see a guy acting like a like a college kid. I don't know. I have nothing against, you know, being fun. But there is a difference between being fun and drinking once in a while and like having going to the bar. But there's another one where your mentality and your behavior kind of like emulates what you did in college like 20 years ago. Right? Like, it's okay to be fun. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm 40. I'm going to be boring and then stay at home. No, you can go to the bars, have drinks, go out. But there's something very co- like frat boyish coming from like the boys but on this episode we are introduced to somebody that i'm actually quite impressed uh his name is rod too um he was olivia's date on this episode and it seems like they're going to be an item this season uh i hope they have chemistry i question it uh based on the body language they seem more like olivia was not really into it but she was kind of trying to be into it because the guy is good looking. The guy was funny. Uh, he made a joke that I laughed so hard. Uh, he said, like, I feel like, um, like, to your left, you'll see 300 white people. And one brown guy, he was talking about himself. Wave at the brown guy, everybody. Make him feel welcome. I freaking love that. It was hysterical because he doesn't take himself so seriously, but he does it in an adult way. Um, the way that he went out of his way to get Olivia's sandwich that she wanted and all the stuff. It showed that the guy has a little bit of more uh, of a brain, a little more maturity than the other guys on the show. Like, for example, Whitney. Whitney still lives with her mother. He still dates 21-year-old 
role models and he keeps complaining to Miss Pat why he hasn't found the one or why he uh, hasn't gotten married and all this stuff. And like, obviously, guy, you are not looking in the right place. I mean, you are not. I mean, you are going out to find college girls to hang out with. You are looking in the wrong place if you want to settle down. Nobody wants to settle down in the early 20s. Nobody wants to be somebody's wife at 21. So keep that in your mind. Um, and also we are introduced to JT, who's a friend of Austin for a very long time. He seems to be very familiar with everybody on that show. But in a very uh, fun, interesting twist, um, even though his friend was Austin, he pretty much threw him under the bus when he mentioned to Shep that Austin had a sleepover with Taylor. And that's, I guess, the start of the whole drama. That's the beginning of the Taylor versus Olivia and Shep versus Austin that we are going to be seeing all season long. I don't think it's going to be like scandal much because Shep is the type of person who you can tell that he doesn't care much about that. Um, but it's definitely going to impact the friendship between um, Taylor and Olivia. I do know though that down the road, as the season goes, you know, along as 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 we saw in the trailer, it seems like the friendship between JT and Austin gets a little rocky. That's gonna be interesting to see. I mean, the guy literally said, like, hey Shep, are you okay with Austin having a sleepover with your ex? And everybody was like, Holy Shep, you did not say that. And when Austin uh when Shep asked Austin about it, based on Craig's spy knowledge if you look to the left it means that you are lying i guess he has watched too many netflix documentaries with like spies because i did not know that i was like okay i guess i'm gonna have to watch myself now in my body language that if i look to my left when i'm saying something i might be lying so yeah one person that honestly i am obsessed with is madison just by her beauty i mean she is truly one of the most beautiful women on bravo and it's funny how she kind of tried to play like hey i'm crooked like i i can wink and the producer said like is it because of botox and like no i'm just crooked and, and the guy's like whatever and the girl i think it's a girl i don't know it's a producer uh says like whatever you're hot like like you know and then she kind of like plays with her boobs I like Madison. I think Madison seems to be like a fun person and she was on Watch What Happened Live. And you can see that Madison has evolved from her early season. Now she's more focused on her marriage. Now she's more focused on her house, uh, her kid. She has a, a beautiful husband uh, who's a firefighter. Uh, he was also on Watch What Happened Live. I, I think he's gorgeous. I don't know about you guys, but I he definitely can get it. Um, yeah. I am looking forward to see how uh, Madison goes back to her always because we know that some way along the, the show, she is going to snap at Austin and we're going to see it. I mean, she, when, whenever Madison is clogged and, and activated, it's freaking reality TV magic. So I'm excited to see that. There, there is uh, a great chemistry between the guys, though. At the end, they were toasting. Uh, it seems like all, even the new like castmates are immediately getting involved with them. 
I mean, they know each other for a long time. Uh, Rodrigo knows the, the the cast, the guys for like for like many many years. Uh, JT has been in Charleston since the pandemic, uh, so they know each other, right? I just want to point out one thing. It's so funny when JT is standing next to Austin because JT is so short. I'm like, it's funny because I'm I'm I'm, I'm like I'm five ten, so and I look like a freaking Smurf next to uh, Austin. But the fact that Austin can put his hand on JT's shoulder without like extending it or, or like whatever, like you know, like usually you put somebody's hand and you kind of elevate your arm. Kind of like, okay. But he kind of was like down here. So I wonder how tall is JT because he looks really short. But he definitely has a big personality and a lot to offer for the show. So I'm looking forward to that. And I'm happy that they brought uh, Rodrigo on the show because uh, as a gay man with a Hispanic background... I feel seen, I feel uh, included, and it's good to see that Charleston is more than just uh, white boys in Polo and Brooke Brothers' outfits and uh, cardigans. <laughs> because that's the, Charleston, uh, that's the Charleston uniform. Everybody wears button-downs with a little uh, puffer over it and, and the khaki shorts. Very Brooks Brothers. Uh <laughs> Honestly, you guys, I kind of dress like that, but I like to make it fashion. I like to make it a little more spicy. Come on, guys. Uh, we need some, uh, a little more of the juice. I need, we need something there. Like a little less Brook Brothers and a little more uh, sexy. I don't know. A little more Gucci. Or, yeah, you get the point. <laughs> well, you guys, there you have it. There was a lot of Bravo this week. Um, definitely a lot of shows are filming right now and i keep getting like tips and uh, interesting takes like in new jersey we have Teresa fighting with uh the foodas we also have danielle kind of parting ways with uh Teresa and jen and kind of joining the other side of the couch uh we also have jen fessler and jackie parting ways with uh margaret and joining Teresa and jen so it's going to be a very interesting season for new jersey um, I'm excited. I love when there's a change of like arguments. Uh, Melissa and Teresa are barely interacting. Uh, production probably wants them to talk, but they are not talking. And Teresa might not want to. And I don't blame her because she said her piece at the reunion. And she said, I don't want to be involved with these people. So stop trying to make it happen. It's not going to happen. Okay, you guys, uh, yeah, this is uh, an amazing... Actually, I'm happy that I did it this early because I feel more energetic. I feel more alive. <laughs> I don't need to drink like a glass of wine or anything before getting on here. <laughs> so I can be like, oh, it's nighttime, so I can like mellow down. But you guys, you know the best way to support my podcast is by simply, simply going on my uh, YouTube channel subscribing or find the podcast on any platform that you follow and just click the subscribe button. Uh, please rate the podcast too. If you enjoy it, if you like it, if you don't like it, let me know because if you don't like it, I can maybe tweak it a little bit because I like my style. Uh, <laughs> but I, I can take the, the criticism and if you like it, leave a five star, four star, 
rate because that helped the podcast to be noticed by people who listen to Bravo content. Uh, also, if you like the latest news, the best way to find it is to go to my Instagram or my Twitter, Martini with Eddie. I also have a website called martiniswitheddy.com. Guys, we are getting closer to BravoCon. It's less than a month and a half. It's coming and you guys have no idea how much content you're going to get. I have, well, I'm not going to say anything, but I have so many awesome stuff saved for BravoCon. And when that happens, I'm going to bring you all the tea, all of it. Okay, guys, have a great weekend. Have a great weekend. It's I hope it's great. It's the fall in some areas, so take advantage of the weather. Be outside. Uh, enjoy the podcast while you're walking. And like I always say, besties, bye, besties.